amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. We're live. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome to the Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. And the third time is a charm. Welcome <laughs> to this building. I'm one of your hosts, Emmy Morgan, and we have Kyle on the phone. Hello, Kyle. Hello. And we have Dallas. Say hello, darling. Hello. I actually just thought of you because somebody posted a picture, and it, the caption was before um, quarantine and after quarantine and the before was Mariah Carey and the after was Allison Carey and of course Allison Carey's all like drugged up and has a cigarette in her mouth and her hair is all messy so I'm like I wonder if Dallas saw this hmm <laughs> I wonder how, how he feels somewhere. about this picture <laughs> I'm like I wonder how he feels about this picture hmm. um Thank you for joining me. Sorry about the technical difficulties earlier, but we're here now and we're going to move ahead. Um, we made it. Yes. Let's start with Kyle. What's been going on with you? Uh, not much, but, um, you know, just mm-hmm. being being as mindful as I can. I'm staying, you know, working from home. So during the week mm-hmm. I reach out to my team members and just kind of, check in with them. We have um, a couple of conference calls during the day. So trying to get some work done because there's a lot of, you know, especially in marketing and working for retail, trying to figure out with all of our stores closed, how can we get, you know, keep our messages out there to people to shop online, you know, in this time of crisis and mm-hmm. stuff, like trying to be sensitive to that as opposed to being, you know, overly selly. So there's that kind of stuff. But um, on a personal note, just more like taking time, like catching up on movies I haven't seen, check, um, actually like pulling books from my bookshop that I've never read that's like catching up on books like that and just kind of, um, mm-hmm. as Dallas and I, as Dallas was saying earlier, doing more video chats and check-ins with family and stuff. So that's really, it's kind of like ramped up my check-ins with people, which is really good. So I'm um, just making sure everybody's okay and just checking in with them and making time to like socialize when possible. So other than that, it's just another day, you know, doing what I can. Mm-hmm. And Dallas, um, Kyle actually moved back to San Francisco. So that's, this is a welcome back yeah. to him. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> How are so you like, coming back, back and like, yeah. friends? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, I hesitated about it because I was really loving living in New York, but then most mm-hmm. of the things that were happening um, about getting this job and finding an apartment in my old building and stuff like that, there were more signs saying like, this is something that needs to happen, you know? So um, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's great being back, seeing my friends and fam- seeing my friends and stuff. Um, and just kind of seeing how the, in just five years that I was gone, how much the city has changed, you know, like mm-hmm. the area where our offices are um, used to be more of like a, a wasteland out there. There was like a um, UCSF, the medical center and school. There was um, a parking lot for the ballpark and all that other kind of stuff. And now it's like a huge other city out there because now with now that Chase Center, this huge um, sports and concert arena opened up right next door to us. There's all these new businesses and stuff. So seeing that whole part of the city thrive and then also see the increase in the amount of people here. So it's just been kind of like a an interesting thing that a lot can happen in just five short years. But um, it's it's mm-hmm. nice being back. Although I I miss New York tremendously. Maybe not right now, but. Um, it's it's good being yeah. it's good being back. It was kind of like an easy transition coming back. It wasn't so jarring. And um having living in um a building where I lived before, my landlords were really cool about having me come back in. It wasn't like a, a whole like, you know, interview process and stuff. They said, No, you you lived here for so long, we still know you. It's like 
and then the oh. apartment I have is different from the one. The only difference that it is from the one I used to have is that it faces the back. So I'm, it's quieter. I face the tennis court, and I'm on a lower floor. But the layout of the nice. apartment is exactly the same as my old apartment. So I knew where everything was going to go. That was kind of funny. So That's but, good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was more like serendipitous when you were getting it was. signed. It was. And then, yeah. It was. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Well, that's good. And Dallas, how are you feeling? Um. Yeah, I've been doing good. I yeah, I've been working from home now for I think three full weeks, and Colton too. So um, it's kind of nice because we separate for the morning and then we have lunch together and then we separate for the afternoon and then we go for our after work walk and you know it's just worse mm-hmm. going into the office and and whatnot. I do miss seeing the team every day though, um, but. We do have like video conference calls every day, and it's just not the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's how's the kitty? Do you take the the kitty for Um. No. No. He. (laughs) He's he goes outside in the summertime, Mm -hmm. but in the wintertime he just stays inside. It's he doesn't like going out into the cold. It's funny, I, the reason why I asked, because my sister actually put her cat on a leash and started walking the cat outside. And the cat yeah. is the strangest cat. First of all, his name is Gary, and he's a ragdoll cat, and he has a human personality. So it's like, I don't, he's a human and like a dog put together. I don't know. It's just, it's quite funny how like seeing the pictures of him on a leash and my niece is just walking him. I'm like, something doesn't look right, but whatever. Yeah, um, I put yeah. I put my cat on a leash too when he goes into the <laughs> into the backyard. It's just no, no, no. I'm I'm not talking about backyard. I'm talking about around their neighborhood. And I'm like, what is going on? Uh, yeah. Yeah, my sure, cat would be too. Um, like he, when he's Freaked on out. the leash, he doesn't want to mm-hmm. walk. Like he has to do it on mm-hmm. his own terms instead of letting someone do it for him. Oh, uh, he was a human. Yeah, he definitely was a human <laughs> Yes. Well, that's good. Well, it sounds like everything's going well. You've been same timing your brother, of course, and your the rest of your family. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Face timing. Sorry. See, there's one. Two of my brothers I talk to almost every day. And then mm-hmm. um, my older brother, um, I haven't really FaceTime him per se. He's, he's not a big FaceTimer, but we text, I'd say like every week, like on the weekends we touch base. And then uh, my sister, probably the same, like just on the weekends. Nice. Nice. It's good that you're keeping up with people. Not letting those relationships yeah. fall to the wayside. That yeah, is amazing. Like, like you just have to be more creative with how you mm-hmm. get in touch with friends and, and family, right? Like the FaceTime or Skype is, I mean, if we have the technology, we might as well use it. It's Agreed. interesting. I do find it interesting. Like before um, the COVID-19 stuff, I felt like there was so much in like on social media and in the press, how like your phones were taking away from you living your life and you should have less mm-hmm. screen time. And, but now it's like your technology is actually saving your relationship your in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like it's interesting how mm-hmm. it's like switched so quickly. Mm-hmm. Good point. Um, yeah, I, I 100% agree. So with me, and how are you I'm doing actually, through all of this? Oh, thank you, darling. I, I knew you were going to ask. Um, with me, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I actually, for the first couple weeks, we were still going to work. And then the third week of March, they sent us home on a Tuesday. And that's when I knew this was serious because my work, I mean, work for a utility. We never close. We're an essential company. But my mm-hmm. particular department is not essential. So I was like, okay, so what are we going to do for this whole time? And they were saying, oh, April 6th. I'm like, oh, my God, I got, like, 
a two-week vacation. This is fabulous. And then we got called in a week later this past Wednesday, and they gave us work laptops. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this. And for Massachusetts, um, the the president-elect had said April 30th is when everybody can go back to work or whatever. That's his projection, but I don't really believe him because he's not very believable. In Massachusetts, our governor has said May 4th is our back-to-normal time, supposedly. Um, I I was telling you guys off-air, having the choice to get up and leave when I feel like it is amazing, and I took it for granted because I used to spend weekends just in my apartment, Saturday and Sunday. Maybe I would go out to go grocery shopping early Saturday morning, Maybe after that I would go to the Lux Level movie theater or maybe I would just stay in. I did my grocery shopping on Friday after work, so I'm just staying in the whole weekend. But having the mm-hmm. choice before as to not having a choice now sucks. Like just knowing that I can't go anywhere. Um, one of the main things that's driving me crazy is my upstairs neighbor is super loud, like super loud. And um, sometimes when he gets really loud, I just get up and leave and go to the movies or I go grocery shopping or something. I can't do that now. I'm, like, stuck listening to it. So that's been a bit of a difference. Um, But I also want to say this, because I think this is important to say. What my hardship is is my hardship. I'm not comparing that to somebody else who's lost a business, who's lost, you know, whatever. I don't want us to get into comparing what other people, other people's losses. We are all at a loss right now. So let's not compare who lost more or whatever. I just wanted to say that. And um, I also think it's, like, important to realize, like, we're just being told to stay home. If you think right. about, like, generations before us who had to go to war and it wasn't a choice, mm-hmm. like being told to stay at home and sit on your sofa, like there are worse things that could happen to somebody. Mm-hmm. That's true too. Yes. I agree. For an introverted um, loner like me, I've been preparing for this for like, I don't know, 40 years. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Very Interesting. I, like you had said, I try to find a way to connect with other people. I have, though, since I got my work laptop. Actually, no, since since we got sent home, the first thing I do in the morning when I get up is I go to my desk. I don't sit in my bed. I go to my desk in my bedroom, and I work on that pretty much all day, write, surf the Internet, whatever. I don't sit in my bed because I feel like, I don't want to be bedridden, I guess. I don't know. Um, So that's sort of the routine I have. I am trying to go outside, but I feel weird about doing that. I know the governor told us that we can take a walk, but limit it. But I don't know. I feel weird. I I think it's just about being safe if you do it, right? Like, folks and I go for a walk every day, and... Mm-hmm. We just walk through our neighborhood, so we don't see a ton of people. But if we do, we just make sure that we are, you know, safely distant from them. Like we don't approach them. Yeah, we don't. We don't like shake hands. We just sort of keep on our on our way on that spot. Because mm-hmm. you still need yeah. to get fresh air, you, and you still need to get like your sunshine, right? Like. It's just about not communicating with people when when you're outside, or if you do, staying, you know, two meters apart. Yes, and also um, something I I posted about. I want everybody to know, just because uh, you are, like Dallas said, told to stay home, doesn't mean your mental health falls by the wayside. Contact your insurance because right now 
insurance companies, a lot of insurance companies are waiving the copay, and you can actually do a phone or online conference with your therapist or mental health professional. So make sure that you're um, still keeping up with your mental health awareness. Don't let that fall by the wayside because this can make you even more depressed. So just wanted to put that out there. Um, so I wanted to bring up with you guys, I've talked about it in other podcasts, but I had to bring it up with you guys. I think I know the answer, but who who's being Tiger King? Yeah. <laughs> what what did you think? Um Nick, just, did you see all that, seven episodes? Yeah, I watched them all. Um I okay. I just loved how just when you think it couldn't get any worse, it just keeps mm-hmm. getting worse. Um the ending was a bit lackluster for me, but still it was True. kind of like, Okay, well there's um that was something to do. <laughs> mhm. I I'm gonna yeah. be honest, and I'm just saying it. I don't think Dallas has seen it. I could be wrong, but no, I have not. Did you? Yeah, I figured it wasn't a him show. Um, the thing about that show that I keep being obsessed with is the fact that the first two episodes, I thought I had it figured out. I thought Joe was an eccentric guy, but I thought he was kind of egging Carol on. And I'm like, all right, Joe, calm down. And then by that third episode, I was blown away. Like, holy mother. And then the Doc Antel thing, and then the Jeff Lowe thing, like, every person except, like, three people in that show, every person was not a good person on that show. Um, Worth mentioning, staff the one that the um, employee that got the the arm mauled off. Saf is actually a trans man. So the show producers kept referring to Saf as she instead of he, which is disgusting and horrible to misgender a person. Um, But yeah, Saf is definitely has always been a he, him pronoun, masculine pronoun. So for the producers to say, oh, her and she and stuff like that, awful. Shame on them for doing that. Um, and also that guy, John, got his teeth fixed. John Finley, he got his teeth fixed. And he looks so cute. <laughs> he was on the talk, and I was like, he's never done an interview before. He was giving, it, like, answers, and Julie, uh, not Julie Chen, um, Carrie Adenaba, she was, like, trying to pull an answer out of him. And he was just like, yeah, I don't know okay, I don't know. I'm not sure. And I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> I felt so bad for them. But, well, yeah, it could be worse. A friend, of, a friend of mine was telling me that Andy Cohen had um, the third husband mm. on his show, Dylan. Um, mm-hmm. And Andy Cohen, just being just being a douche and mm. a slime ball anyway, um, just kept needling him, asking him, like, basically, like, how he and Joe met, which was through Grinder, And then he asked, kept asking him, um, like, what, how, what, what, what was the attraction, all that other stuff. And he said, you know, because he had, like, daddy issues, of course. And so he liked older men. But then Andy mm-hmm. kept being, you know, going to the lowest common denominator, finally got Dylan to um, admit that both he and Joe were, <laughs> were power, power power yeah. bottoms or something. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, God, Andy. You know, and it's that's only because Andy probably wants to – well, no, that's because Andy wants to screw Dylan. It's like, that's why, but still. It's like, I love Dylan how it's like, you got a cutie, though. I know. He wasn't he as fucked cute. up as the other two, because I don't think he was into the mess as they were, but, you know. No. And also, too, um, the other two were were heterosexual. Like, and they were only there for the tigers and the, and the mess, so. Which yeah. has now become... Just to let you both know, that's now become my tagline, my pickup line. Hey, I, I got Tiger Cubs and Mess. What you doing later? I swear oh to God, God, I used it on a dating app. I did, and it worked. He's like, I don't know. I'm going to the gym. I'm like, how are you going to the gym when it's closed? It was a weird pickup line. I don't know. I don't know. I got to work out the kinks. Um, yeah, definitely. So, Travis, I'm, 
I'm not sure, like, what the attraction was. I, not that Joe's ugly, but it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, John had said that he never was with guys before, and even after Joe, he um, went back to women. And on the show, the interview with um, The Talk, Julie asked him, you know, are you trying to, somebody's starting a GoFund, Cardi B, I think, is starting to GoFundMe to raise um, money for Joe's defense. And she's like, what do you think about that? And he said, me and other people don't want Joe to get out. So I was like, wait, what? So apparently some people don't want Joe out because he is not a good person. So we don't know the full story, just to let you know, which is interesting. Um, Which leads to my next question, actually. Uh, Dallas, what have you been binge-watching, and what have you been watching for movies and stuff like that? Um, so we've been watching Atypical on Netflix. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, we What's just that finished. About? It's about um, this kid who – he started out in high school on the current season. He's in college, but he's on the autism spectrum. And mm-hmm. so it's about how he sort of has to go through life with having autism. And then there's more drama with his family. Um, it's more like, I wouldn't call it a drama. It's more of a dramedy. Like there's a lot of humor in it, but um, also yeah. drama. So, and cool. they're only like maybe 30, 40 minute episodes. So it's a pretty easy watch. Mm-hmm. And um, I've also just started watching a show called Riviera and it's Mm -hmm. from, I don't know if it's a British show or if it's a French show, but it's set in um, the French Riviera and it's, Mm -hmm. it's produced by Sky and I think Sky is a French TV program, but it has Julia Stiles in it. And it's, it's sort of like a, it's like a modern day dynasty almost. It's, It's quite good. Yeah, it's really nice. Good. But it it's not on like a streaming site. Like I found it on like oh. an illegal site to watch shows. Oh, I okay, guess. great. But, <laughs> but I think it's because it's not American that that's why it's yeah. not on like Hulu or Netflix or anything. So, but it's really good. I, I'm enjoying it. I think I actually found it. I think I found it on. Um, I don't know if this is the same one. Does it have um I'll tweet you the the trailer for it. Is it have like the um Georgina? Is that her name? Yeah. Georgina in yeah, it? Yeah, that's okay. um Julia Styles character's name. Yeah. It's actually on Prime Video. Amazon Prime. Oh. Interesting. But you have to do the Sundance you have to um have the Sundance channel. So Right. Yeah, I just that. feel like there's so many streaming services now, it's impossible to keep mm-hmm. up with all of them or, yeah. or have an account to all of them. Like, it's kind of crazy. But then when you have an account to one, like I have Hulu, and Hulu's great, but if you don't add, like, HBO, if you don't add Showtime, you can't get all the the, the movies and stuff that you want. So it's like, eh. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's also on YouTube, so I don't know. Whatever. Um so, Atypical and Riviera, anything else? What about movies? What movies Atypical have you seen? is really, I like Atypical as well. I started watching this one because um, Jennifer Jason Lee's mm-hmm. in it. So, I started watching yeah. it with okay. her, and I ended up binging, like, the first few seasons. Because it's got a great cast. Michael Rappaport is also in it, and he's really good. So. He's angry, though. What, what's he so angry about? He's always yelling. Like, what the hell? I don't know. Well, He's got a couple of reasons to be angry in this show, but, you know, he's not always angry. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because, geez, anytime he posts a video on Facebook and um, Instagram, he's always yelling at somebody. I mean, this time it's warranted. He was yelling at people not staying home. He's like, stay the fuck home. I'm like, yo, calm down, dude. But it was um, kind of funny. But cool. Sorry. What movies are you watching, dear? None. I'm not a really big None. movie 
person, to be honest. Like, even when we could go to the movies, like, we would go maybe twice a year to see a movie. It'd have to be something we both Mm -hmm. really wanted to see. But, um, like, even last year, I think the only movie we went to see was um, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Yeah, one time in Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and my God, I mean, three hours without a pee break is too much for me. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty long movie, yeah. It was long, yeah. I mean, it was good. It it was just really long. Long. I will suggest you guys watch Parasite. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Oh, yeah, we did. We did rent that. Okay. Very good movie. Oh my gosh. I did not expect any of that. <laughs> I was shocked. I was so shocked. Yeah, it's it starts out one way and then it it mm-hmm. certainly takes a, a twist. Yeah. Well that's why I'm looking my, forward to seeing because I know nothing about it. So it's like I think I'll enjoy it more because it's gonna be that kind of like where is this going type moment as opposed to kind of already knowing. So I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. Oh, you've never seen it, Kyle? No, and I know nothing about it. <laughs> okay, I'm not telling you anything about it then. I just, oh my gosh, so good. So worth watching. And, you know, at first when I when it was winning all the awards, I'm like, why the fuck is this winning all these awards? This is ridiculous. And then I saw it afterwards, and I was like, oh, it needs to win every award. I started, like, coming up with my own awards to give it. It was just so amazing. But yeah, good good movie. And just to let you know, if you've seen the movie Snowpiercer, which I saw it and I hated it, but it's by the same director and writer. So just to let you know that. Um, um, go ahead. Tell us one TV show that you didn't mention that I'm curious to see if you're watching as a Canadian, but are you watching Schitt's Creek? Oh my God, yes. It's so good. I it's like so funny. episodes four and five times because right now I don't have um, I have a limited cable thing, so I don't have the channel that airs season six. So I bought it on Amazon. So I just, every week I get to watch the newest episode. And I think that show and This Is Us are my tear fests for the week. <laughs> so, yeah. mm. but I mean, I just, I just, you know, when I first started watching it, like when it first came out, I was like, okay, I don't really get it. And I only watched like a bit of it and I kind of gave up. And then I thought, you know what, let me just binge, binge and watch. And I'm just like so glad I did because it is so well done. And, and mm-hmm. it's another one where it's like you kind of you don't know where it's going to take you next, and it's kind of interesting how he kind of has weaved the whole idea of his family in there. So I just love, love, love it. And there's only one episode left. It's, it's, I know. Uh, oh my god! The last episode, I, actually, I was like freaking bawling. It was like I can't. I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do with the last episode. Yeah, I know. It's like I that first started combination of it. being heartfelt but being really hilarious too. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And it's like I think my favorite thing is like, well, Captain O'Hara has always been a comedy genius, so it's kind of fun to watch mm-hmm. her. But just to see this whole resurgence and in a different way to look at Eugene Levy has been amazing. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's yeah, and so, I, I just so started. Good. I just started watching it. I think I'm on season two. Um, I started actually watching it before all of this happened. So I cannot wait. Nope, I'm on season three. I lied. Sorry. Um, Catherine O'Hara is by far my favorite character on that show. She, I didn't realize how funny she was. I mean, I know, I knew her from being funny in Beetlejuice. And I knew that she played, like, completely straight in Home Alone, but I never knew how quirky she could be until this show. I was, mm-hmm. I, like, die every time she's in a scene. She'll just sit there, and I'm just, like, laughing. Like, oh, my God, look at her. She's so funny. I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, amazing. I think the genius of Dan Levy also is that he gives all the characters, no matter big or how small, just some kind of little quirk where you get to see a mm-hmm. little bit of them, like like Twyla and just realizing, like, about her screwed up childhood, just these little asides she has and just, 
you know, all the mm-hmm. different characters and just how much I love Jocelyn as well. It's a, it's really nice how he gives that everybody. I mean, I'm sure they take it, take it and run with it, but it's just so nice to see that there's no like character on there. You just think is unwarranted or you don't need, you know, because they've all got their little quirks, right. out there, which makes it so much mm-hmm. more entertaining. Yeah, for sure. And, and if you want to see something completely opposite dramatic, um, it's only 10 episodes so far, but it's called The Stranger. I don't know if either one of you have seen that. It is so good. Um, it's about this random stranger who walks up to this guy, tells him a secret, and it just blows his entire life apart. And he has to figure out if the secret is real and who this person is and why this person is doing it. Oh, my gosh, it's so amazing. Um one of my favorite actors, Richard Armitage, is, is the main character. He played Thorin in uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, God, he's so sexy. Um, yeah, it's so good. And it's that, um, that girl from, I don't know if you guys have seen Ant-Man, the last Ant-Man where that was like evil, like a uh, fading girl. I never liked that bitch. She needs a new agent because she's always playing annoying characters. Her and that kid from Parent. Parenthood are always playing annoying characters, and I want to slap both of them, but whatever. But The Stranger, really good on Netflix if you want something else. Um, Kyle, what have you been binging? Movies and TV? Um, TV usually, like How to Get Away with Murder just came back for the final six episodes, so I'm looking forward to okay. seeing that. I still, you know, on regular, you know, just prime time, I've been, you know, keeping up with This Is Us and some other shows. But like Modern Family's leaving, so just kind of wrapping up those. But on binging-wise, I mean, I haven't started anything like Ozark, but it's like I just – I always just rewatch episodes of Golden Girls. I can watch that anytime or Shit's Creek. And then I, for movie-wise, I just – I watched um, a couple of Netflix movies I'd never seen, like To All the Boys I'd Loved Before, and I watched Always mm-hmm. Be My Baby. Those were kind of fun. So last night I watched um, The Kitchen with – um, Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, and Elizabeth Moss. Oh, I forgot and then, that was on. It's okay. Damn it's okay. It. Yeah. Um, okay. And then I watched, um, I pulled out the the original Parent Trap and watched that with a little cocktail before I went to bed. <laughs> well, that sounds good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> um, let's see. Let me try to think. I've been actually binging 80 movies. Um, Desperately Seeking Susan. Mm-hmm. Um, just One of the Guys. Oh, did you get, did I tell you about my post where they did a 30th anniversary here in San Francisco at Alamo Draft House and I went and they did an interview with yeah. Car- with the woman, Joyce Heiser and Sherilyn Finn. So I got to meet them, take a picture and they signed my DVD. It was kind of fun to watch again because that's one of my favorite little guilty pleasure movies too. Yeah, you had to post that on, when I posted it on Facebook, you had to post that and rub my nose in it. I remember. That. It wasn't a rub your nose, and it was just like, oh, FYI. <laughs> no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> FYI, I got to meet them, and they're awesome, and you suck. It's <laughs> like, oh, no, I love them. <laughs> that was one of my favorite movies because it was like, okay, you guys are going to think I'm totally stupid, but it was the first time I was like, oh, my God, a girl can be a boy? I didn't know that. <laughs> Whatever. I was young and I loved it. That and Teen Witch. But um, yeah, I did Troop Beverly Hills again. Um, and there was, oh, Who's That Girl? That is one of my favorite movies from my childhood of all time. It is so fucking hilarious. And I just love Madonna in that movie. I love her in that movie. Holy shit. I was in heaven watching it. And what else was I watching? Um, there was another 80s movie I watched. I can't remember. As far as binging, I've been... Um, I need to go back to Shit's Creek. But Buffy has been one of the things I've been binging. And I am obsessed with it all over again. Some things haven't aged well. But... Um, yeah, some things I'm like, wait, I thought Faith was always good. Oh, I don't like her now. And so, yeah, it was, um, it's been good binging and kind of seeing it 
seeing something through your adult eyes is completely different than seeing it through your like teenager brain. I don't know. But I love I love Buffy, so that's what I've been thinking. Oh, and there's also a series on um called Toy Boy and it's a Spanish show and they're du- um dubbed English. It's about this guy, his name is Hugo, he's a stripper. He gets out of prison after seven years and he's trying to clear his name. Uh, because he's still he's still accused of killing someone's husband, so they're they're considering retrying him. So yeah, it's so good. The lead actor, which I have to get into it, and I feel bad saying it, but his ass is another character on the show. I've never seen anything <laughs> like this. Oh my god, he has the nicest side of everything. But that leads me to a topic that um, I think you guys have been like, what? What's going on? I actually got rid of all my social media and I redid it. And the reason being for um, three reasons. I, well, number one, real Emmy Morgan was, I was making fun of Donald Trump because it's like real Donald Trump. I was totally making fun of him. I thought about just changing the real ness, but... Then I was taking a look at my social media. Um, what made me really change over is the fact that I was talking to one of my friends. Well, let me backtrack for a second. Um, I felt like I was posting too much personal stuff, like my nieces and nephews. People don't, like the average person doesn't need to see that. My Instagram followers don't need to see that. My Facebook followers who I've talked to you who I've grown up with. Yeah, okay, I want them to see that, but, like, not everybody needs to see that. So um, I felt it was too personal. I also felt like I was posting too much to get a like. So if I posted something political about Donald Trump and that I hated him or some information about him, I wouldn't post it on Instagram. I stopped because I noticed I was losing followers every time I stopped. So then my post became disingenuous because I kind of wanted to post it. But the uh, main reason why I I had to restart was um, I had spoken to one of my friends. I don't know how I got on the topic. I asked him, I'm like, in Hollywood, you're an actor you've been working for a while, have you ever experienced any um, sexual harassment as a man? And he said, absolutely, just in January I did. And a guy who was a, I don't want to say, but a guy higher than him propositioned him and, and made him feel very uncomfortable. He said, even a woman, I had to physically push a woman off of me because she was so physically aggressive. And I was like, oh, my God. And I started to feel so bad about some of the posts that I've done where I, like, make, like, make light of some guy's butt or I said some guy's really hot. And I felt like my social media posts were contributing to that culture. What were you going to say? Oh, sorry. No, um, no, I, no. Oh, Okay. So I felt like I was contributing to that culture and I wanted to just like have a clean slate. I can still post about it, guy, but do it in a more respectful way. And I told my friend this that told me the story and he's like, um, I'm really proud of you. Thank you so much. Um, I don't feel like you're like that, but I really appreciate that you did that. So, but that's why I restarted my social media. And I'm sure you both were like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? Why is she getting whatever? So, yeah, that's why. Um, so I'm going to try to be more mindful of what I post. And there was actually a couple of times when I wanted to post something that I would have posted on the other account, and I stopped myself. I was like, yeah, no, I don't need to do that. So I was pretty proud of myself. Um. I do want to say that I love all the videos that people are posting as far as the brush off challenge. Like a few trans women were posting that where they're in their house clothes and their, um, um, what's it called? Uh, pajamas. 
and then they put the brush in front of the camera and then they pull it away and then they're all glamorous and gorgeous and then they throw the brush and someone else catches it. I'm loving it. I think it's so cute. And um, I like the something new challenge where people are dancing. Um, Keep these challenges going. It's making me smile. I love it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. What um have you guys seen anything positive during this whole stay at home hashtag social distancing? Anything that you've seen that kind of made you smile about? Oh, well, that's new. I like that. We'll start with Dallas. Um, I think like just trying to find good feel good stories in the news really helps. Mm-hmm. Like seeing people. Um, like in in Edmonton, for example, where I live, we opened one of our um, expo centers for the homeless population so they could go somewhere and still socially distance accordingly Um, because in Mm -hmm. homeless shelters, like they they just cram as many people in as they can. And so Mm -hmm. to see that the city and the governments are actually thinking about the less fortunate population and to make sure that they're still safe and all this, like I like those kind of stories to, mm-hmm. to read instead of always just like the doom and gloom that seem seemingly Agreed. like dominate the headlines. Agree. Yeah, I would say that we're that doing this stuff is nice. We're doing the same thing in Massachusetts. The governor, um, it's Worcester is dead center in the middle of the state. And he has this um, big arena. And I'm thinking that that arena is rarely used, so that's why it's actually a pretty good idea. But he made that Mm -hmm. open to the homeless as well. So I thought that was – I I forgot about that story. Thanks for reminding me of that. You're welcome. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, Kyle, what about you? What have you noticed that that you find is positive now? I think one of the good things, especially in earlier on, is more places. Um, I got confirmation that they're doing this in my hometown as well. That more places are like having grocery stores and plate and other um, essential items, opening special hours for the elderly, like first thing when everything is mm-hmm. like fresh on the store, clean, so they can do their shopping really quickly and get home. Mm-hmm. And then other people also volunteering to help out with them because they some of them may just not have the means to go and get these things that they need. So I think that's a big positive change that I've seen as well that people are doing um, that kind of combats the fact that people are hoarding crap so another, other people don't have what they need. But the fact that the elderly can have at least an hour to go to shop and get their stuff done without having to deal with all that other kind of stuff is kind of nice and seeing that goodness in people. Do you guys yeah, have any all stores there that are doing delivery? Yeah. Um, I mean, Amazon does Whole Foods delivery. Safeway yep. does a delivery. So we yeah. do still have deliveries and stuff that, that goes on. Like I order, like I have a corner market and also CVS just down the street so I can go to those. But like for anything like in bulk, not bulk, but like if I need a big grocery store order, I'll just go online and order as opposed to actually going to the store because I know yeah. there's lines and stuff like that. And it also kind of gives, you know, these people that are still working, that gives them, you know, stuff. So. Mm-hmm. The only problem is, it's like you don't really know what you're going to get until you get it. Like they'll, like you can do some mm-hmm. substitutions, but if there's something's not coming, you won't know until you get your order. That's like, oh well, I guess I'm not getting, you know, the bread that I wanted. Oh well, <laughs> but you know, the saving yeah. grace is that it's, it's it's a it's a service that's um, available to me, so I'm very happy about that. Nice. And also, um, when I go to the store and. For example, I needed hand sanitizing soap, like antibacterial soap. I went to two stores. One store I went to had three left, or five left. Instead of grabbing all five, I took two. And then I went to another store that had three. Instead of grabbing all three, I took one. So even little things like that, making sure that somebody else has something because you never know. Somebody else might need stuff. Just stop, like, to Kyle's point, don't hoard. Um, Also, another thing that I've been doing is I've been trying to maintain my my distance, but I don't like the fact that when you're in a store, they announce, like, 
stay six feet apart from each other. So then you're walking down the aisle and someone's like walking by you and they're just doing this like whole shimmy. Like, I'm like, all right, being a little dramatic, calm down. Like, we're just walking by each other. Like, I don't know. I just think that that's, I think sometimes we contribute to this a little bit too much. Like, you don't have to announce to be six feet away from each other. I'm not going to not go in an aisle just because someone's in there. You know what I mean? I don't know. But. Um, and also, when you buy products in the grocery store, when you go, just look to see if it has the WIC label on it because people that are on welfare, they can only get certain products. So if you're buying their products, that's one less product for them to buy. So just make sure you're just looking at the label before you buy it in the store. Um, I have a question for both of you. What do you think life will be like after all this? Um, the reason I mention it is because 9-11 um, hit September 11, 2001 hit. We as Americans were all, oh my gosh, we need to band together. You're American. I'm, you're American. And, and we just like it was like a, a national group hug. And then the 12th mm-hmm. came and we were back to normal. And I was just like, oh, that sucks. We were so bonded for one day. And then the next day we were back to normal. What do you think it's going to be like when we finally get done with this? We'll start with Dallas. I just think there'll be a lot more um, emphasis on like how things are cleaned and how often mm-hmm. things are cleaned in, in public spaces. I, I think like for the most part, it'll go back to normal. I just think like the behind the scenes will change. And I think when people are sick, they'll start to like feel like it's okay to like wear a mask outside where mm-hmm. like, I feel like the Asian cultures have been doing that for so long, but in North right. America, it's still sort of like, Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. But I think that'll become more of a norm in North America. Mm-hmm. For sure. Agreed. What about you, Kyle? What do you think? Yeah, I think people are going to be more mindful of what's going on in the world and just kind of taking note of that. I mean, um, I think the biggest hits changes are going to be, as we kind of talked about earlier was to the travel industry and just how people are going to, um, I mean, people are still going to want to travel and go places, but it's just like going to see how long it's going to take before that kind of come back, kind of much like 9-11 when people are afraid to fly. So here it's more Mm -hmm. like people are not just afraid to fly, but being in close quarters with people. And then also the way, um, I mean, just speaking from a retail perspective, like what's this going to do for, you know, stores and stuff that people were used to going in to to get things that they needed as opposed Mm -hmm. to shopping online. So that's going to be a, a huge change as well, you know? Yeah, like when, when retail, you try on clothes, are people going to still be doing that? Are they going to have fitting rooms now? Are they going to feel comfortable trying on clothes knowing somebody else may have tried it on? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's a, a good perspective. Um, I kind of, and I feel so bad saying this, I kind of feel pessimistic where I feel like this really won't change anything. I think to Dallas's point, people will definitely 100% not look at somebody with a, a face mask anymore and think they're a freak. The first person that comes to mind is Naomi Campbell. She put out in a video three months before all this this is what I do when I go on a plane. She was wearing a mask. She was wiping down every inch of that seat. The seat, the, the phone, the, the tray table, she was wiping down everything. And people were commenting, oh, my God, she's so weird. She's a germaphobe. She's so strange. They're not doing that now. Um, mm-hmm. I think to your point, people are going to be a little bit more clean. I think the attitude is what I'm mostly referring to. I don't think people are going to keep up with family members the way that they have been. I don't think people are going to just sit in a park and enjoy that as much as they they 
want to now. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's going to affect me for sure. I think I definitely will um, get out and have some fresh air. But I don't know. I'm not very optimistic for the human race after this. I just feel like people are just going to go back to normal and it's not going to affect them. But well, I think, I, I think a, a lot of it's going to depend on um, if our election is going to continue as normal or if it's going to be postponed mm-hmm. and how, how um, they treat things as such and also kind of relate that to people. Because, I mean, I, I know before all this, our topmost priority was getting – Trump out of the out of the Oval Office, and now it's like it's just scary to think that he's still there, and that could this actually be postponed because of all this that's happening? So I don't know. Um, I think that's why people are posting about his neglect and about his indifference in the beginning because they want voters to say, "Okay, you are voting. Just remember when this all happened, golfing." He actually was golfing during four or five days of this whole pandemic, just to let you guys know. And people are posting that and how he was laissez-faire about it and how he really didn't care and how he called it crazy and then changed his tune and said, oh, well, actually, I've always known it was a pandemic from the very beginning. So people keep posting and circulating that. I think that's the reason, because they want people to know he really needs to get out of office. Um, question though, why would they postpone an election that's held in November? Why would they postpone that? Well, I mean, we don't, I mean, right now, everything about when this is going to happen, when this is going to blow over is all still speculative at this point. So you don't, we don't know. Okay. I mean, they're already talking about suspending school for the rest of the year. So it's like mm. they can make these uh-huh. grandiose kind of things. It's like it's not surprising that this can also be postponed if people are not going to be able to get out. So, But, I mean, it is a long way to think of, a long way away. But it's like, as like I said, as of now, it's like we keep hearing like, oh, we have till the end of April. Now it's like the first week of May. And it's like, is this going to push to June now? You know, I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. And the true, more true. people like ignore this the mm-hmm. self-isolation the the more cases will emerge which will then prolong the self-isolation right so if people don't take mm-hmm. it seriously for like the next month then it's just going to continue to be pushed back because you're going to get more and more cases of it yeah and that's the piece people aren't realizing they're they're realizing I'm safe within my area, so I can have my friends over. It's fine. They're not, they've been self-isolating. I've been self-isolating. It's okay to have my friends over. No, that's not, it's still not. I know it's a celebrity that I follow. six feet away from you. <laughs> my friend who lives out, um, he's got a back, his, his building has a backyard, and he says, you know, mm-hmm. you're always welcome to, like, I can walk to his place, like, about a mile away, but, I can, you know, I can walk. Um, walk there and we could sit in the backyard six feet apart and just kind of socialize that way. It's like, yeah, that's an option as well, you know, but it's like, I'm not going to, we're not going to, I mean, I'm not going to have my friends over and hang out at my apartment, you know, it's like, no. I, I actually follow a celebrity who, it was his brother's birthday yesterday. So he actually went to his brother's house and hung out with his nieces and nephews. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know, whatever. I, whatever. Well, I'm, I'm very thankful. Like my family, they, my brother, my, my brother has like, you know, his wife and kids and stuff like that. But my dad um, lives with my nephew and they live on the same property as my sister. So they just, they're only circulating with each other. And my sister still goes to work. I can understand. She works at a, nurse, mm-hmm. at a nursing home. But, you know, when she gets home, she's cleaning and, you know, um, and the boys that work, they work at fast food, so they're still open because they're doing delivery and takeout. But when they get home, they shower and stuff and get ready because, you know, you, even though they're just coming in contact with, you know, other coworkers, but they're still kind of maintaining that. Like my, my dad's kind of going stir crazy. He can't drive or anything. So every now and then when my niece will go to the store to pick up something, he wants to go. And I'm, I was on the phone with him yesterday. I'm like, there's no need for you to go anywhere. <laughs> just stay put. You don't need to go and hang out. So. Um, true, true. Yeah, I mean, and I'll, it's weird though. Like, 
Um, so every now and then um, I'll be on a couple of like adult sites and I'll be chatting with people and they're like, Hey, you're in the neighborhood. Do you want to come over? I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> that's not happening. Are they crazy? Yeah, the gay um, community is getting a bad rap because somebody's saying that people are still hooking up. Well, I don't, um, I don't speak too many things about that. I just assume that people are not because people are just like yeah. chatting online and stuff like that, so which is fine. But I've actually been asked out on a couple of Skype dates, and I was like, "Ooh, that's different." Okay, let me get my face yeah. on. Let me get my face on. Okay. Um, that's cute. That's cute. I gotta get all gussied up for a, a, a Skype date. <laughs> um, almost wrapping it up. What is your Eva Mendes moment, um, Kyle? Um, I don't. So I keep forgetting. Does the Eva Mendes moment have to be about Eva Mendes? <laughs> no, it's just something lighthearted and fun that happened that you're just like, oh, okay, like. I don't know. Well, I, I forget how really, it came about, but I think that's it. This is not a kind of – it's not too lighthearted, but one thing um, – so like I said, I've been catching up on reading, so going through my bookshelf and like, oh, I haven't read this book. Let me pull – let me start this. And I don't know if either of you have read any uh, John Irving's books, like World According to Garb or The Prepo and Meany, mm-hmm. in New Hampshire, those Side of House Rules, those kind of books, where I have one of his books called In One Person. And, I mean, I think you might find this interesting because it's – takes place in like the late fifties about this guy who goes to school and his attraction to um, transgendered people and how he discovers his oh. attraction. And it's a quite it's all it's, well yeah, because he's in you know, he goes to this he's in school in this dormitory at all boys school and then just just but it, it kind of stems back from like family and all this other stuff and just how these people weave into his life. So if you've ever read John Irving, everything is like connected and just kind of goes on a different mm-hmm. route. So um, it's a pretty interesting book, and it kind of reminded me I, that I wanted to tell you about it because it's like I think it would be something you might be interested in reading because it was, it's a different take on it. And then one of the things that mm-hmm. the character, as he gets older, is telling to the younger generation. I think the book was published in, I think, in the mid-2000s, um, was okay. that he was called one of the characters, I'm not going to go to it into detail in case you want to read it, but one of the characters he calls transsexual. And then someone says, well, we call transgender. And he says, well, you know, I knew them as before the words have changed. You have to <laughs> so it's, kind of deal, it's dealing with that as yeah. well. You know, just kind of the mm-hmm. whole, like, how, as we, as we get older, you know, words are changing and it's just like trying to yeah. change perception of words and stuff. So it's kind of like, so it's, if you ever read John Irving and they're interesting, it's a, it's, it's an interesting book that I think you might kind of find a little um, fascinating to read. Cause it was, I, I didn't know where it was going to go. I didn't know too much about the book. So it's like, it was kind of nice to hmm. kind of pick it up and start a journey, not knowing where I was going to go. So. What's it called again? In one person by John Irving. In one person. I might pick that up. I had no idea that book existed. <laughs> Good to know. Um, well, you can always Dallas. you can always send me my you can always send me your address. And I can just I can just mail the book to you. Oh yeah, I can gay, I can gay it forward. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kind of disinfect the book before you put it in the mail. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some Lysol wipes. I'll just wipe down the cover. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate that. And then I could transit forward if you wanted to read it next hour. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. I have to send you my info. I so so want to read this book now. Um, Dallas, what well, is I didn't it? know. I, I'm moment. more of a hardcover. I'm more of a book person. Same. I don't have a or anything, so I don't know yeah. if like, you're more – like you can always – I'm sure you can download it as well, but it's like I'm more of a book person, so – Mm-hmm. No, when I read, Especially I have to read. have like it resting on me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, and once it gets to a certain like point of the day, it's nice to actually have the physical thing instead of a screen. Yeah. yeah. Dallas, what is your Eva Mendes moment? Um. So last weekend, I gave my cat a lavender bubble bath, and <laughs> oh, um, he. <laughs> This cat, I want to be. I want to be this cat in another life. 
Wait, Joe, what's that name again? Jorge. Okay. Jorge. Yes, Jorge. 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 <laughs> so JJ for sure, if you like. I can't. Um, but I give him I give him a bubble bath twice a year, one in the spring mm-hmm. and one in the fall. And so usually he's pretty good because like I just sort of put him in, quickly get him wet, take him out, and then like dry him off and blow dry him to the best of my ability, but. Um, mm-hmm. this time he was, he was really not happy with me. And he like, literally like, like a kangaroo hopped from the bathtub <laughs> out and like splashed everywhere. And it was, it was quite dramatic, <laughs> but he's very soft now. And has a lavender and smell. I, <laughs> yeah. With a lavender smell. Yeah. And I wonder yeah. if pets are like, cause I saw a meme. I wonder if pets are like, did this motherfucker get fired? Why is this person here still? Like, why are they in? They're usually gone for the day. Like, I wonder He's if... He's actually pets... really happy no. that we're home. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, he, he gets more... Cu- like, he usually sits on our our laps for most of the day because he likes to cuddle, and so he's, he's happy that we're home more. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm wanting to be one of your cats. When I die, I want to be reincarnated as one of your cats because they live a good life. Hello. Yeah, he's he's quite spoiled. Um, one of my well, my Eva Mendes moment. It's so stupid. It is so stupid and so random, but it made me smile all freaking week. So, um, I don't know if you guys know who Travis Van Winkle is. He's an actor. Yeah. Um. Oh, you do? Okay, good. Uh-huh. Uh, he was, Dallas, do you know who he is? It sounds familiar, but I'd have to Google him. I think if you saw him, you would be like, oh, okay. He was like the jealous boyfriend in the first Transformer movie, and then he was the jerk in the remake of the Friday the 13th movie. Um, he was like the... He's a pretty blonde boy who's kind of like, you know... Yeah. The reason why I mentioned those, those the reason why I mentioned those two movies is because he's playing actually the same character. He played the Transformer movie Trent DeMarco, and then mm-hmm. it was produced and um, directed by Michael Bay. And Michael Bay produced the Friday the Thirteenth, and he cast Travis again as the same character, but obviously the character. If he's in Friday the Thirteenth, he's not going to survive. Um, so he put up a picture of him like jumping forward and kicking forward. So one leg is extended and the other leg is like um, folded. And But it looks like he's like coming right at the camera. But his shadow looks like he's doing the split. And so I'm like, your shadow looks like he's doing the split. That's so funny. And he liked my comment and responded back. Ha ha. I was like in I was in heaven the whole week. I'm like, oh my god. He liked my comment and he commented back. Oh my god. <laughs> So that's my <laughs> moment because I've been such a huge fan of his, and he just like saw me, and I was just like a thirteen-year-old girl screaming for in sync. I'm like, oh my god, I love you, Travis. So yeah, that's my Eva Mendes moment. Whatever, don't judge me. Um, <laughs> be- <laughs> right before we wrap up, any um, topics you want to bring up or any shout-outs you have? Um, no, just read my web series. I can post the links. And yeah, yeah it's been nice chatting with you guys, catching up with you guys. Definitely. Same here. I'm glad we finally did it after three attempts. Today. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go back and, and you have a new one, Chasing Diamonds, right? Well, it's not new. It's it's oh, okay. just I I don't release it as often as I used to. So now I just do like these little mini series, and there's a new mini series coming out in May. Nice. Oh. Well, we can catch up. We got the time, right, girl? Um, well, there is that. <laughs> uh, Kyle, any shout outs or final topics? No, just want to make sure that you guys just stay self, stay safe and healthy, and please put out some positive vibes that I don't yet again lose my job due to oh. <laughs> layoffs and 
cross-cutting, but, you know, I have my I called my aunt yesterday to tell her to tell her son, my cousin, who's a priest, to do a, say a couple of extra rosaries for me. And I pulled out my rosary yeah. yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, rosary and rosé, I'm good. So just think, <laughs> think good thoughts. I mean, I, I know there are worse things about, you know, I mean, I, I hate to be a little selfish because I know there are a lot of people losing their jobs nope. and stuff. But it's like the saving grace is that for us, like for all of our store employees, like, oh, you know, almost 60,000 store employees are being furloughed basically, which means Mm -hmm. they're not getting paid, but their jobs are secure. So in all Mm -hmm. intents and purposes, if like, if they tell me, it's like, well, we're going to furlough you for two months. You're not going to get paid. I can deal with that because I have some money saved, but it's like, I don't want to look for another job, especially in this Mm -hmm. upcoming climate and stuff. So anyway, just thinking about that. And there are some places that are forgoing rent for a couple of months. There are some places that are um, that that say, I know our company, my utility company, is saying, if you don't pay your bill this month, don't worry about it. We're not going to shut you off. So just to let you know. But yeah, that's it. Please don't fire him. Thank you. Love you. Um, I have a shout out for my my um social media boyfriend. That's what I call him. Uh, his name Which is Mike Baugh. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> shut up, He actually knows he's my social media boyfriend. <laughs> we'll put it that way. His name is Mike Baugh. Um, if you want to follow him on social media, his name is Mike, B-A-U-G-H underscore. The reason why I'm giving him shout out, one, because he's my social media boyfriend. I love him. Um, this is kind of sad, so I don't mean to depress everybody, but he lost his mom a couple weeks ago, and then last week he lost his grandma, and he can't do funerals for either one of them right now. So um, I just want to give him a big hug and tell him I love him and to let everybody know to go ahead and send him some love, send him a virtual hug, because, yeah, he's... He's still smiling. He's still posting positive stuff, but I know he's hurting. So I just wanted to give him a shout out. That one, Dallas. Jerk. So mean to me. I'm glad you figured it out. (laughs) Well, thanks again for joining. Um, Guys, don't forget to follow them on Instagram and Twitter. And, yeah, stay safe. Stay quarantined and... Look out for each other. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay Bye. Safe, boys. Thank Bye. you. Yes, stay safe. Bye bye. Still thirsty for more tea? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Spilled Tea PC. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Spilled Tea. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.